Bible study. Are you awake? Are you up? <laughs> this guy is almost asleep, but we got to do Bible study. That's right. Are let's you on time? I'm ready. I need you to do this like you're hosting an event right now. You know you turn right. it on. Well, let's turn it up. Let's man. turn it on. Good evening to you guys. It is time for our Stolen Lunches Bible study, and we were unable to do it last week, and some people were messaging us like, where are you? Where y'all so at? What's up with the Bible study? So yeah. we have to do it tonight. Yeah. And again, we told you Bible study starts on Tuesday night-ish. Somewhere. Sometime between Whenever 7, she ready. 8, 9, and now 10. Yeah. So it could be any time on Tuesday that we meet up to just have a little bit of conversation, uh-huh. get some nuggets, and in the midst of that, yeah. we talk about God. That's right. So feel free to comment. We will read your comments. You got any hey, questions? Brandon. You got any questions? We will be reading your questions, and we want you to join in on the conversation by uh, commenting on Facebook. What up, Chuck? So uh, let's go ahead and get started the way that we know how. All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word and God to uh, fellowship with a community of believers. Now, God, be our words and uh, that someone may be strengthened, encouraged, and empowered uh, through this message that we share tonight. God, we love you and we thank you. And God, we pray now that in the end, somebody may come to know you as that personal Lord and Savior. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's get it started. What are we talking about tonight? Tonight we are talking about old school versus new school. And it was my best friend that gave me this inspiration today. Well, I think... She wanted to do this because she always says that I'm a little old school. She yeah, new school. definitely old school. But I think I'm new school. She's old school. Although I'm a little older. You're way older. Just a couple years. You're way older than me. I'm like 12 years older than me. Wow, you got to put it out there like that? Okay. Yeah, I, really? I'm fly young thing. I'm a grown man. Get my grown <laughs> man on. All right, old school versus new school. Old school versus new school. And here's the deal. So I'm on the phone with my girlfriend and... You know, we're having this conversation. Me and my homegirl talk every day. Like, we're always catching each other up and stuff. And she gave me this, she dived into this conversation basically saying, you know, um, I know you and your homegirl kind of have your own stuff. She said, but sometimes the old me wants to come out. And every day there's this battle between the old me versus the new me. And, you know... We about to lose today because the old me trying to come out and kind of handle this situation. And it was right then that I sat and thought, oh my gosh, all of us fight with this every day. The old me versus the new me. Sometimes the old will win. Yeah. But most of the time we try to keep the new in line. You got an old side. I got an old side. I haven't seen that side yet. You haven't seen her yet. Yes, I I, I kind of I tame her. I keep her That's locked good. in her cage. Locked in a cage. Yeah, she doesn't need to. She make it sound like she's a monster. She is. What? <laughs> she is. I'm afraid of that person. And here's the deal. I will I will check everyone really quickly. If you don't understand what I mean when I say the old you versus the new you, um, how about this? When was the last time you were driving down 77, down yeah. Tryon, down 85, 95, no matter where you live? You're driving, you're cruising in the left lane, everything's straight, and all of a sudden, this person cuts you off. And what you want to do? You may be listening to gospel music, you may have the kids in the car, and all of a sudden, the bleep, 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 you start, and you that? start going in, and you're... What's this? Is this a gun? Yeah. <laughs> I'm aiming a gun. You're aiming a gun? I am. I'm going to get it. 
Oh my God. The old you comes out so quick. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This one time I was in the car and I was listening to gospel music. Yeah. I was like, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. And then what happened? Ah! Oh, ah! Why you throw us up? I threw the pen. <laughs> okay. Everybody no, did that. But here's the worst did you part. But the worst part. Is that when I cussed them out because I said F- oh I said F words and I was so happy I was so happy to say that. <laughs> no. okay, go ahead. I was so happy to say the F word because it's been what? years and it tasted so good and I was just like yeah yeah nervous. and I went in and then afterwards it was like a switch went off and I was like oh my god Jesus I'm so sorry God I didn't mean to do it I didn't mean to do it. and I was like oh, it good up for that split second. The yeah. old me came out and was ready to check her. Okay, I, him I got one question to ask because I don't think it's just you. I think it's more cussing Christians. If you're a cussing Christian, just hit the like button. <laughs> All my cuss, cussing Christians, hit the like button right now. Oh, no y'all ain't keeping it real. No one cussing. Y'all ain't keeping it real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but everybody's been caught up. In a situation like that before. Look, Samantha says she prays what? after the fact, too. See? Look. We had God forgive us. Samantha, you a cussing Christian girl. Look, all the cussing. Cussing Oh, they starting to like now. It's a delay. All the cussing Christians are coming out now. It's a little delay. We learned that. All right. Hey, what? Leah. She's Look. like, amen. Look at the cussing. Y'all are so cussing. Hey, it's, it's all. Let's practice tomorrow. No cuss words. <laughs> Wednesday. Cuss word free. Listen. Y'all going to be like. <laughs> Letting it cut out. I don't know what to say. You know, uh, Jesus got angry. What did he do? He turned over the tables in the temple when he found out that there was gambling going on. So everybody has the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, um, old school, this old school. You might not know about this, but this I old don't. school. Tell me, teach me. When one of the old mothers of the church would get angry, uh, it. I remember hearing my mama say this a lot of times. You about to make me lay down my religion and go in on you. And I didn't say go in because that's a new term. But have you heard that? Lay down I, my religion I and cuss you out. I have heard that. And I've also heard some people say, I'm 99.9% saved. And uh-uh. I will use that point and go in on you right yeah. now. Yes, I've heard that. I'm like, how are you 99.9% saved? <laughs> Everybody got that old side. Yeah, like, like they'd be like, you don't want to walk up on me. That's what they say. Bishop you don't Davis. Walk on me. Bishop Davis. He used to be like in the in the pit, you know, yeah. and he used to be talking. He used to be like, you know, what I'm saying you don't want no problems with me, and I'm like, that's my pastor. Did he get hurt? Yeah, he did. Ain't He's like, you don't want to roll up on me. Roll up. He used to say, roll up on me if you want to. What? <laughs> You know, there's a lot of Christians that's like that. They will, they will lay hands on you, but not holy hands. They will. They will put hands on. I got some Christian friends that will ride or die for me. They be like, where you at? You make a phone call. And but they be in church on at? Sunday? Yeah. That's that old man coming up. I'll be like, no, we're going we're gonna to keep you in the new man. So that's some of what we want to chat about tonight. That's why we came up with the old school versus new school. Because I do believe that all of us try to try some of us harder than others to walk in that new school limelight you know where you're holier than thou and you know you don't cuss and you justin said i'm not saved like i say i am (laughs) (laughs) just said i don't cuss but don't push me don't right don't push me tupac said i ain't a killer but don't push me oh i can quote tupac we're gonna quote some verses but i can quote 
Go Tupac for it. a little bit, right? We know Tupac more <laughs> than some of these pictures. I know that. <laughs> no, but really, we, we want to dive into it. Why is it so hard? Why put, is it so hard? Why is it so difficult to lay that? Oh, man, damn. To just kill it. You know what I say? Mine isn't killed. I say that she is in prison. And uh, every once in a while, she breaks free. You ain't got to lock her, She's lock her out, let her out. I think, like, the old school me is, I really do, like, I'm crazy. Something is wrong with me. I feel like she's locked up in a little prison, wearing a uh, little jumpsuit. Uh, but every once in a while, homegirl be out. And there's nothing I could do. There's, like, a light switch that goes oh, off. Yeah. And once that switch goes off, I've already I've already accepted prison, jail, anything what? that I've already said, whatever happened. I'm nervous. You keep her locked up. <laughs> she's she's locked up, but she comes out every once in a while. Don't test me. No, I, I don't want to, and I'm not. <laughs> but uh, the Bible speaks of this all the time, and it, it talks about crucifying our flesh. Because I believe that we have a couple different parts of us. You know, you have your soul, which dwells within us. You have your spirit, which is born of God, and then you got this stuff right here. The it's flesh. Ah, oh, hate the flesh. Yeah. The flesh is what makes us do the things we do because it's our sinful nature. That other side, we can go there. Yeah. Right? So what we have to do is exactly what the Bible says, and it talks about crucifying our flesh daily. Yeah. Yep. Right? I, yeah. I don't, well, know, let's talk I don't about, know what else to say after that. You uh, started preaching. I'm like, no, I mean, amen. But we got to oh, go. Uh, amen goes there. We got to go into amen. this word. I'm going to give you a few scriptures to write down. And the next time you're in that struggle, which is you're in that battle because it's spiritual warfare. That's what it is. A lot of times when um, when people are angry, when I see the anger, I'm talking about the evilness come yeah. out of people. I recognize it's not the person. Don't even go in. What? Because you know what? Y'all know what he does. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can't tell the story tell him. too well. Tell him. But like, if if I'm mad or something. Like he just he changes. Go ahead, say what you. I'll be like, baby. Like okay, you gotta hold on. Let me, let me build, hold on. Let me build it up one okay, second. Okay. So you get mad. You know you're kind of seeing red. You're mad, and you know when you're mad, you want mm -hmm. someone to be mad back with you, so you both can go back and forth, and it could be like really heated together. Yeah. He doesn't do that. He kind of leaves me out to dry. So I'm mad, and then all of a sudden he does this dumb stuff. All right, listen, fellas. Let me drop something on you next time. Do this to your lady, and I bet you that you shut down the whole it. argument. See, two people they cannot argue by themselves. You know, if you just stop arguing, but one person can't argue. Yeah, themselves. yeah. You need two people. You need two people <laughs> to argue. You got one thing. Okay, I'm with all you, right I'm now. With you, I'm with you. But this is what You're I do. Tired. Do this to your lady the next time. She be like, bah, 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 bah. say, baby, I recognize that that's not you. Satan, I know who you are. Get out of my wife right now. But well, he does that. <laughs> and he does that. Yeah, and then he goes into it like more like really. I'd be like, come out. I start stretching forth hand. I'd be like, come out. Stretch forth my hand and be like, I, baby, I know that's not you. And I start calling those spirits for what they are. Get out right now. Get my wife back. What's See, and you know, and that's why I'm like, this ain't even funny. This is not even funny. You see, you playing. You playing right now. I don't be playing. I'm trying to have a real You got to call it for what it is. And you calling out demons and spirits and stuff. That's right. Stop playing. You change though, don't you? 
Then I start laughing. You I forget why I'm even mad. That's right. It's like I haven't. We haven't really gotten mad Just yet. But I've tried to like raise my voice once or twice, and he's been like, "Satan, I see you," and I'm like, "I know who you are." Justin said, "You better rebuke it." I rebuke that. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bible says this. I rebuke you, Tyler. Look, there you go. Samantha my said girl it too. From the Hornets. Romans twelve and two said, "Be not conformed to this world." Yes. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Jesus, that's hard. It starts off <laughs> with so the mind. Hard. The battle the battle takes place in the mind. That's the battlefield. Yeah. It, it's it's the mind, but it's I think it's also a little bit of your environment. Your environment, the people that you're with, the things that you do, the people you know, the places you go day to day, those can have strong influences on That's good. Your past and losing the battle to the flesh. Well, like let's talk about, about that. that influences. So I often say the one that you feed the most is in control. I love that too, and that's so true. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of times you will succumb to the the part of you that you feed the most to. In other words, if you feed in your flesh, if you listen to listening to ratchet music it's, ah, 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 all the time, it's eating you. if you are involving yourself in things that are not so quote unquote righteous, then guess what? You're going to lean to that flesh more than you are your spiritual man. So since we're talking about just kind of, you know, snapping, you know, allowing for that old you to kind of come to play. Well, not that TV show Snap. No. Well, not I that. am talking about Snap. No, not on that. Not on that. Uh, on the Lifetime channel. Please don't talk about that. Some people here probably have Snap. <laughs> I'm talking about that. I'm talking about that type okay. of Snap. You know, what I'm, that you know what I'm talking about. It's where someone pushes you. And at first you'd be like, is this person really just pushing me? You yeah. say that in your head. Is this? Did this? I know this didn't just happen. That's and how then, you look. Yes, and then something else happens again, and then you'd be like, "See, they about to make." They about, and then you almost want to be like, "Y'all gonna need to come get this person, y'all." And then that third instance is a snap instance, and where you came from, what you used to do, how you used to get down, all comes out in like floods in one second. And so, what I have learned, the one thing that has helped me stay calm even in the fire now. I have had my moments where I have failed, mm -hmm. and I'm more than happy to share them. But the times that what I tell myself so that I don't go into snap mode yeah. and end up on that TV show is that I've learned to not give other people that much control over me. That has, been, that has ultimately made me win over this. So rather than me trying to so-called, you know, we're trying to, did they just play me? Mm-hmm. Do they think I'm a sucker? Yeah. What just hold on? What just happened here? Instead of me looking at it like that and thinking someone's trying to play me or bruise my little ego or whatever, I'm more so looking at it like I'm not going to give you that kind of control and take me there. Who are you to take me there? And next thing I know, I'm angry for the rest of the day. For I, this one story that I have, it made me mad for a week. I, every time I would think about it, I'm ready to go see her again. It was my neighbor. Me and her were fighting over my dog. Over and dog. she came to my back went my back door and was knocking on the door. You need to come get your dog. I let my dog loose. My dog wasn't on the, the leash. The dog was pooping in her yard. I would have been mad too. Leash. And you know what? And I was very, I was in the wrong. Okay, you guys? The dog, I was pooping in the, yard. the dog pooped in the yard. I would have been knocking on your door and too. And she had the right to. I, 
she had the right to come knock on my door and I immediately said, I am so sorry. I will go get it. It will not happen again. I'm so sorry. Because I was wrong. I get that. But then what happened? I kept apologizing and she kept going in more and more. Push that button. She kept going in more and more and I kept apologizing. I kept doing the right thing. But by about that third or fourth time, something clicked on me. I said, hold on. Hold on. Is this Uh chick at my doorstep? What? Is she losing her mind? Like something snapped in me. I said, this chick is on my doorstep. I already told her I would go pick it up. And then I was like, I ain't picking up nothing. (laughs) Then I was like, you need to get off. I hit her with the, you need to get off my property thing. And then we had words, horrible words. Then I tried to throw a chair at her and all that other stuff. A chair? That's here nor there. Now, was that a good representation of who you are? No. And that's what I'm saying. I snapped. And that was really the last instance. This happened, I think, two years ago. But I still remember it vividly. But that was one of the last instances that I remember myself losing control to some woman I didn't even know. You gave up your power. I gave up everything over something so dumb. And to be honest, I was angry for a week about it. And it wasn't till I was actually telling some teacher or something about something mm-hmm. that happened. She was like, mm-hmm. well, have you forgiven her? And I was like, for what? Yeah. No. Long story short, yeah. um, I felt convicted because what I did was wrong. And I ended up writing her a letter and putting it in her mailbox, and then she forgave me. So, so it was over. But it was one of those, like, instead of being, instead of going there with someone and allowing them to take you there, you take them there. You guys are all crazy. Um, why don't I just not go there in the first place? Be the bigger and that, person. That's what I'm trying. That's what I've been working on since that incident is saying, you know, no, I don't care who who the person is or what happened. I cannot let someone take me there. So it's not about necessarily being right or wrong. You know, it's really about representing who you really are. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's just keep it real. If she was to watch this video or see you out in public or hear you preach when you speak, uh, and she remembers that incident, you was not showing a good example of the Christ that lives within you. Oh, no. So let's go back. I completely failed. And we, we all fall sometimes, but let's go back to the thing that I said earlier is the one you feed the most is the one who's in control. Now, I talked about feeding that flesh with, you know, the music you listen to, the television shows you watch. If you're watching the Atlanta Housewives fight all the time, then when an incident go in. pop off, yeah. then that's what you're going to do. What are you feeding into your mind? Because, again, I said the battle is within your mind. That's why the Bible says in Romans 12 and 12 and 2, be conformed not to this world, but by the renewing of your mind. And that's why all I keep thinking, like in that example of like flipping or any time, if you think, when was the last time you flipped? Y'all, when was the last time you flipped? Was it today? <laughs> yeah. Or last week or, you know, my situation, that story was like two two years ago. But um, when you said... Be transformed by renewing of your mind. This is how I do it every day. I try every day to wake up and live like Jesus did. He is my example. And I try every day to walk as Jesus walked. And the simple answer, there was no ego. There was no proving himself. He just walked in love. He loved others. And you know, love conquers all. That's what the Bible says. And, and, And speaking of trying to be the example of Christ, we have to constantly stay in our word. Constantly pray. Mm-hmm. That's feeding your spiritual mm-hmm. man. So there has been times even, too. you know, Roger said, says that. 
who you are really. Who you really are is not one dimensional. We have different layers. The food that you eat does eventually come out. So what you're feeding yourself, whatever that is, will it exudes you. That's yeah. what you represent. So so you have to stay in prayer. You have to stay in your word. Because that's like, feeding your spiritual man. So there's been times that I wanted to go in. There's been times that I wanted to go off. There's been times that I wanted to curse people out. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I got ready to say what I wanted to say because I felt the same way you felt, it tastes so good because I'm about to let them have it. Next thing I know, I'm saying I love you. God bless you. I'm praying for you. And I'm like, man, I didn't want to say that. (laughs) I wanted to go off. But it's because my spiritual man was so built up, it would not allow me to go in on on the situation or the person that I wanted to go in on. Yeah, so like you said, the scripture, prayer, um, even the music, the inspirational music, the motivational words that you listen to, I look at that almost as, that's like a weapon. You know, it's yeah. a weapon and it's um, to protect you and it's there to help protect you in those times. That's right. You know, you're going to know what to do and how to handle it, like you said. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God. That's what the Bible says. I want to give you another scripture that talks about exactly what we're talking about in Second Corinthians 5 and 17, write it down, read it later. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed Thank away. Thank you, Jesus, they're gone. I didn't and do behold, it. all things yeah. become new. So this is a problem a lot of us have. This one right here, because it says, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. No, a bye-bye. lot of us still hold on to our past the things that we did wrong the things that we're still carrying you're still a lot of us still have a lot of baggage that we're carrying and it's because even though god has already forgiven us and even though there's a new us we're still holding on to that past and you allowing that old man to rise up every now and then but what does the bible say when that old man comes up what should we do that's our next question Mm -hmm. what should we do when that old me the old school Mm -hmm. Want to raise up and rear its ugly head. What do you do? For me personally, uh-huh. and this is just from experience, when you flip on someone, your boss, your friend, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, when you flip, when you snap, when you immediately say, I'm about to go in. I think when you do do that, um, you feel convicted immediately. Yeah. I know I do. And the first thing I do is try and rectify the situation by apologizing. Mm. Therefore, you take your power back. I take my power back. And some of you may listen to this and be like, that is the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. But here's an example. So I work at the TV station. And so this one day I get this nasty email from this man. Mm-hmm. Nasty about me doing weather and not knowing what I'm doing and all this stuff. And he went in. And so... I got, I was fed up at this point of people just always badgering news people and they can say whatever they want, but we're not allowed to say anything back. So I flipped and I sent him a nasty email back and I told, it was a nasty, it was a very, um, grammatically correct email putting him in his place. (laughs) She went in! (laughs) I put him in his place in a very newsy way in a professional way way, but i let him have it okay so right after i hit send i was like yeah boom take that oh yeah and didn't and i mean i even justified it i was telling my homegirl what i did and it just it started to stir up in me that what i did was not 
and representation of Jesus. Would Jesus have turned around and sent that nasty email? No. So I tried to talk myself out of it and still try and tell myself that this was right until like two or three days later, I was like, I have to send an email and apologize. So I did. I sent an email back and the guy responded by saying, oh my gosh, my wife always tells me that sometimes my words come out harshly. He said, I actually love you. You're one of my favorite TV, you know, people to watch on TV. He said, I didn't mean anything by it in a mean way. I'm so sorry. I mean, he went on and on and it was me feeling this tiny now because my little feelings were hurt. So I wanted to hurt him when the second I apologized, I realized this man didn't even mean anything that I was taking. You know what? The second you apologize, you will be surprised every single time that it wasn't even as big as you thought it was. Ever. The person's going to be like, well, I didn't mean to hurt you or I didn't mean... It's, it'll shock you. It's it'll so blow funny because we're broadcasting on, on your Facebook Live and my Facebook Live. And on mine, Joya said the exact same thing that Sabrina said. You was nasty. Oh, nice. You was nice and nasty. Nasty, nice. I love nicety. that. I've never heard that before. I'm about to nicety. use that. And nasty, nasty nice. Yeah, I like that. So you did nasty in a nice it way. Was, it was one of those like, mm-hmm, but you, you killing them at the same time. But I want to read what Sabrina said. That's a great comment. She said, I had somebody to snap on me at work and I left my spirit. I let my spirit man take over. Mm. I wanted to go off. She came back and apologized. Mm-hmm. She said, you are a true woman of God. Amen. See? Go ahead, Sabrina. I like that. So, so Sometimes you got to crucify. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Bible talks about crucifying the flesh. Yeah. And I like that too. The old, the new you um, is in representation. When you apologize, that apologetic person is representation of the new you. And so that's what I would say in my personal opinion. If and when you do mess up, because we still, you know, jump back every now and then. Mm-hmm. When you do apologize just just and like you said you get your control back i don't even know how to describe it it's like something in the air but you will immediately feel free Mm -hmm. you will immediately be like you know whether they accept it or not cool whether you even have anything to apologize for because sometimes they may have completely been in the wrong the whole time yeah still apologize sometimes you just gotta get it out too yeah and I like what Crystal said. You'll go to sleep at night. You'll go to, but sometimes you gotta have that release. Crystal gave us great advice. She said, "I typed the email, but I didn't send it. Mm. That was my release." Okay. Sometimes you gotta you gotta get that thing off of you. you I gotta feel get like, it out. but Crystal, I feel like that. Like you still want to go in a little she, bit. She, but she I, did I, in I her own way. Send it. Sometimes you gotta express yourself. Why would you want to send it? She <laughs> took her power back by not sending it. You know, so whatever you apologize, yeah. she typed the email, got everything off her chest, and then but she didn't send it, so it didn't affect nobody else. Yeah. And I do want to give you a scripture about that. Romans I bet 6, you do. Six you got says, scripture for days. Knowing this, see, this, this is taking your power back. That our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with. Now, here's the good part. So that we will no longer be slaves to sin. Mm-hmm. That means you're taking your power back. You're yeah. not a slave to sin no more. Mm-hmm. You crucified your flesh, this old man, mm-hmm. just as Christ was crucified. Yeah. Now the person, the spirit man that's been raised up in you is stronger than that flesh. Don't ever 
never allowed a flesh to take control. See, and I love, so Crystal came back to respond. She said, God wouldn't allow me to send it. That's mm. powerful. Go ahead, Crystal. I that like is that. so powerful. And that's where I would even take it a step further. Mm. So. Wait, wait, wait. Finish reading what she said. Be angry because the Bible says that, Crystal. And sin and not. Sin not. Girl. Pray that thing off of you. You can be angry. It's okay to be angry. We all get mad sometimes. Yeah. But that don't mean that you have to allow sin to take control. So that that's what I would say. The first thing is if you do snap back, you apologize. Cool. Now, the goal is to do what Crystal did, which is say, I'm not going to react to this at all. You're not going to win. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. We are yeah. horrible parents. She left the dog outside. He's like, Jesus, come on inside, baby. <laughs> so, horrible dog parent. Come on, Paula. So getting back to this word, God is saying, don't allow that flesh to take over. Always understand, the one you feed the most, the one you, you, you encourage the most, when you stay in your word, when you stay in prayer, when you stay in devotion, even when you want to lie that old school, the old person you used to be, that old person that used to cuss folk out, that old person that used to be in traffic and, so and flip the bird when you got yes, cut off. Jesus. Even when you want to. <laughs> oh, even when so you good. want to, you can't. You can't. And sometimes you have to put things in place as a reminder of who you are. <laughs> For an example, have you ever been riding and you see the little fish on the um, back windshield? Mm -hmm. You know, the, I'm going to draw a picture of it because somebody might not know what I'm talking about. You see the little fish. You going to draw that all yeah. tiny like that? Can't nobody see that? They can that? see it. Oh, see, yeah, the see the fish? Y'all see the fish? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, that means that you're a fish of men. So if you ever oh, see that on the back of a car, that, that's... It's like, oh! That's... That's an identity <laughs> of someone that's saying, hey, I'm a Christian. Okay. It means to be a fisher of men. I didn't know that. I see that everywhere. You didn't know that? Mm -mm. That's a Christian. So, if you ride beside somebody and they got one of them on the back of their car. And they're cussing you out. And they're cussing you out. You'd be like, that's not a great example of what yeah. Christ would be like. I have a sticker. The name of my church on the back of my Sure do. We didn't so discuss this. I, I this could have been a family discussion <laughs> about this. I can't just. Sometimes I might be in a parking lot. <laughs> and people recognize my car because my church name is on the back of my car. Mm -hmm. So I just can't be at certain places because they'd be like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. It goes to that church. <laughs> that ain't right. Oh, I can't be cussing nobody out in traffic and they see my church sticker on the back. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm trying to say, oh, I'm this person who's better than anybody else because, no, it's a reminder of me to saying, um, you're representing Christ. Mm hmm I don't care where you go. I don't care what you're doing, even if it's in traffic. <laughs> you still are representing. Is he in your neighbor's yard again? <laughs> <laughs> We're in a new neighborhood. <laughs> so far, these neighborhoods like us. These That's like funny, us. Roderick. That's good. That's good. Um, Anthony wants to know the scripture again. That Tony, hey, Tony. Okay, what scripture is that again? That's I gave Tony. away three. Here's a renewal real quick. Romans 12 and 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that which is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 2 Corinthians. That's his favorite scripture. I love that That's one. Because it starts in the mind. Tony, I hope you're writing this down. I love you, girl. 
Second uh, Corinthians five and seventeen. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. Mm -hmm. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. And Romans six six is what we talked about just now. Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him, in order that our body of sin might be done away with, so that we would no longer become slaves of sin. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed our Bible study tonight. So again, we call this one old school versus new school, but that's the old me versus the new me. Who going to win? The new you is going to win. And like you said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, you're all new. Old things have passed away. Yeah. It's, it's done. You're already new. So all your past, everything that you've done wrong, everything even that you continue to do wrong sometimes, God has already forgiven you. Remember. So it's all about staying in that lane of the new you. New, new school wins. Those things that you think on is those things that you're going to uh, act out. So understand that the battle starts in your mind. And I got to give you this scripture for everybody who's struggling with that. Philippians 4 and 8. This is so good. This is so good. Whenever you want that old man to rise up and just cuss somebody out or go in on somebody or behave in a way that you know you shouldn't. Think about this. Philippians 4 and 8. Please write it down. Finally, my brothers and sisters, whatever things are true. Whatever things are noble, whatever things are right, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are admirable. If any of these is excellent and praiseworthy, think on these things. You got to meditate on those things that are good and pure. Mm -hmm. You got to keep your mind. The Bible talks about guarding your mind. When you guard your mind, your tongue will follow. Yeah, so like we shared tonight, the more time that you spend in your word and prayer, I mean, even a Bible study like this, the more you fill up your, you know, you fill up your spirit, man. And next time something does alarm you, shock you, catch you off guard, you will be um, more protected. You yeah. will have more of a sound mind and be able to handle it uh, with more ease and have more control than automatically losing it. That's right. Understand everywhere you go. You're representing Christ. You're yeah. representing something so bigger. So we want to try our best. Bigger than yourself. Yep. You're representing so, something so much bigger than yourself. Just know that you are the Bible that somebody will... will may, may never see. They're never going to pick up a Bible. Yeah. You are that Bible. That, yeah. that You are the only Bible that somebody may ever read. Is your life. So I, I do have one last word I want to share with you. When we did Coffee and Conversations a couple months ago, this sat in my sphere. I know you've heard this a million times. Go ahead. But there was a question that someone wrote and said, how do you witness to someone at work? And they said, how do you witness? I immediately had an answer, so I put my hand up. Uh -huh. You know? Um, and, and, a, and another woman, Vanessa Figure, she shared this. And it was with such great wisdom. She said, you witness to someone else at work by showing up to work on time, by dressing professionally, by doing all of your work in excellence, by caring and giving to others, by going out of your way to serve others. She says that is how you witness to others at work. Sometimes it's not always having to sit down with them and say, this is Jesus, this is, but if people are watching you. Trust me that they already know. But by you showing up late, by you gossiping in the corner with your friends, by you um, 
you know, um, not doing your work or turning it in when the, when the deadline is, you know, you're showing them that, all right, you know, that's not living in excellence. So everything we do, we want to do it in excellence because people are watching us. And at the end of the day, that's how you show the Christ that is in you. Walk in God's favor tonight. And remember, continue to crucify that old man. Old school versus new school. Old school wins. Old school wins. Uh, New school wins. (laughs) Let that new person. You know what I mean. Let let this new person who you are. Let the new person. Old school, like I'm kidding. Let the new. Let the new person who you become represent who you really are in Christ. We love you. God bless you. Have a good night. Wait a minute. We can make great ready to go upstairs and go to bed, right? Yeah. Can you let the old girl come out just a little bit tonight? Why? Okay, I'm kidding. It's a joke. All right. Look, we want you guys to have a great night. I love you. We didn't even drink wine tonight. I'm not even paying attention to you We've been doing, like, healthy stuff tonight. (laughs) All right. So, you know how we end in prayer. There's anybody... This watching tonight that um if anyone needs prayer at all please um message us dm or whatever you got to do because we have 6 a.m prayer call and we want to pray for you and we also want you to call in so we can pray for you on the line too so 6 a.m just set your alarm and call in we'll give we'll put the number we'll post the number out here we're praying 6 a.m in the morning join us but right so now, we got to get up early right now if there's anybody that don't know christ that may have uh watched this tonight and use encouraged and inspired and maybe even laughed. We want you to say a simple prayer that we like to say, um, you know, inviting Christ into your heart. Let's bow our heads and you can repeat this prayer after me. God, I know I'm a sinner, but I believe that you died for my sins. And I believe you was raised on the third day that I may be redeemed back to you. Forgive me of my sins and my shortcomings. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Take control of my heart and my life, and I will follow you all the days of my life. It's in Jesus Christ's name that I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I want to encourage each and every one of you, um, you know, to continue to do uh, God's work, belong to a uh, 